everyone. This is the Crime Cafe, your podcasting source of great crime suspense and thriller writing. I'm your host, Debbie Mack. Before I bring on my guest, I'll just remind you that the Crime Cafe has two ebooks for sale the nine book box set and the short story anthology. You can find the buy links for both on my website, debbiemack.com, under the Crime Cafe link. You can also get a free copy of either book if you become a Patreon supporter. You'll get that and much more if you support the podcast on Patreon, along with our eternal gratitude for doing so. But first, let me put in a good word for Blueberry Podcasting. I'm a Blueberry affiliate, but that's not the only reason I'm telling you this. I've been using Blueberry Podcasting as my hosting service for my podcast for years, and it's one of the best decisions I ever made. They give great customer service. You're in complete control of your own podcast. You can run it from your own website. And it just takes a lot of the work out of podcasting for me. I find for that reason that it's a company that I can get behind 100% and say, you should try this. Try Blueberry. It doesn't require a long-term contract, and it's just a great company, period. And it also has free technical support by email, video, and phone. So you can get a human being there. Isn't that nice? Hi, everyone. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone who participated in the DMRF's um, virtual zoo day on September 25th. They include Sharon Anderson, Santina Caruso, Robert Chamnis, Carolyn Chun, Marlena Cook, Scott Davis, Paul Downey, Iris Evans, Eric Flint, Rip and Denise Gardner, NM, Kenneth McLoon, Kathy Owens Hankins, Connie Ridgeway, Sarah Sensory, and Brandy Yessa. Thank you so much for participating and being on my DMRS um, dystonia team. I really, really appreciate it. Um, DMV dystonia, that was the name of the team. Uh, in any event, uh, today we have with us an author who began writing in March of 2020 and has produced six novels and a children's short story since last year. She lives in St. Clair, Tennessee, enjoys photography, and is searching for the perfect barn picture in the Tennessee and North Carolina areas. Our guest today is Sandra Wells. Hi, Sandra. Good to see you. Hi. Thank you for having me on. Sure thing. No problem. Yeah, Halloween story is not so much of a, a kid's Halloween story. It's 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 pretty out there. I don't think I wouldn't recommend to read it to kids. Huh. You've written six books in less than two years. In my book, that's pretty impressive. And I've always been amazed with people who can crank stuff out like that. Um, how do you say stay so consistently productive? Well, actually, I started writing when I was 59. When I turned 59, on a bet with a friend of mine, she, uh, her father and mother, uh, her name is Valerie Bloom, were authors, and she bet me that I couldn't write a book, so I had to take her up on it, and I wrote my first book, and I just haven't stopped. I mean, it's like about every two and a half months, I could, I, you know, turn one out. I may get 
tired of it and slack off here, but I'm not so far. I write everything using my cell phone, only my cell phone. I noticed, yeah. Um, that works out good because, you know, no matter where I'm at, uh, if I have a thought that I, I've got my cell phone with me. That was my thinking. I was going to ask you about that. Um, do you have any kind of writing schedule, though, that you keep? Are there times that you set aside specifically for writing? No, I don't have any kind of method of my madness. I talked to some of the writers that, you know, they have to have certain uh, music playing, drinking a half a glass of wine, standing in a mud puddle or something with bats hanging around them or something. I mean, they all kind of off the wall stuff I've heard. But no, no method to my mind. It's just whenever I think of something, it's like, oh, well, let's put that down. Wow. <laughs> About two and a half, three hours a day, I'd say. How do you uh, keep track of the development of your plot? I, I just start the book, and I'm being honest with you. I don't have a clue where it's going, <laughs> and it develops <laughs> as it goes. And what People I like you amaze uh, me. <laughs> about, you know, every time I stop writing for the day, I email it to myself. So I'll have a backup because I've always worried about that. So I've got Excellent. like 40 emails of the book in different stages. <laughs> That's but really I interesting. I never know how it's going to end until about three quarters way through the book. I never know how I'm going to end it. This is really interesting. I mean, I have never attempted to write a novel on a cell phone, but listening to your method, that's extremely interesting. Have you um, I, ever have you ever considered writing screenplays? Uh, people told me that my book, The Clock Struck Midnight, should be a screenplay, and it's selling really well, and people really like it. It's about um, a lady that moves to Ocracoke Island on Outer Banks, North Carolina, and buys a bar. But uh, I don't want to give the whole story away, but the ghost of Blackbeard haunts the bar, and he gives her all kind of hell, and there's all kind of stuff going on. And uh, everybody really loves the book. So they told me that one should be one, but I've never really actually sat down and tried to write a screenplay. No, I would. I don't even think I'd have a clue how to do it. <laughs> I have a funny feeling that you would probably take to it if you um, studied the form, because writing in chunks like that and then sending it to yourself, that, that seems very screenplay writing to me. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never Finding those that. moments, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You I just got to get down. It's just the way I started doing it. And I mean, I don't ever print it out or anything like that. I just, I write the book and then I go back to the beginning and I go through it once more and make any changes I want to and then send it off to publish. <laughs> so, who is your publisher? I have uh, one right now. It's called St. Clair Publishing. He is uh, in McMinnville, Tennessee. And uh, his name is Stan St. Clair. And uh, he's, he's a really nice publisher. I started out with a different publisher, but that didn't work out. They made a lot of promises and had a lot of plans. They just didn't know how to make them happen. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
had one called One Cent at a Time come out a month ago, and I self-published that one. Now, I have to ask you about that one, because I noticed it was described as a comedy crime novel. <laughs> yeah. Well, I live in a very small town in Tennessee, and there's only one stop sign, one <laughs> store, and one little bitty diner in it's not even incorporated. It's not actually even a town, but uh, it's about the two ladies that run the diner, own the diner. They have a flood. Their pipes freeze, and they have a flood which destroys their kitchen, and they can't get money any other way, so they decide to kidnap a guy. But when they kidnap him and try to collect the ransom, all kinds of crazy things happen. I mean, when they try to collect the ransom, like there is, and one one time they're having the lady that's sending them a ransom take it up and attach it to a drone and take it up and, and she was going to fly it like a fourth of a mile to where they were uh -huh. but a squirrel hunter shot the drone down and got the money <laughs> this sounds like the plot of a Coen Brothers movie or something <laughs> every time they try to collect the ransom something weird happened and it's a lot of twists. The, the, the end of the book, it, it ends up really good. So <laughs> Fascinating. Um, let's see. Your um, protagonist, from what I gather, is Kelly G. I, the first four books I wrote were uh, a crime series, New Hampshire crime series. I lived in Barrington, New Hampshire, for four years. And I really, you know, liked the area. I don't live there anymore, obviously. But... I started out writing in with it happening in that area, and it was Kelly G, Detective Kelly G, and Detective Carver. And the first four books that I wrote were the, the New Hampshire crime series with them. And then I went totally off the wall and decided to, to see if I could write a comedy, and that's where the clock struck midnight and once at a time came in. <laughs> ah, okay. Is that a standalone or part of the series? <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? I said I was just saying what I could do and what I couldn't. <laughs> right. Always, you know, test your limits artistically, I say. Um, yeah. And that's not part of the series, then. Is that a standalone? But the two books, the two last books are definitely standalone, both of them, yes. The first four are a series, and the two last books are standalone. And then the Barnaby, the Satisfied Troll, that's a that's a 20-page short story for adults for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And One Cent at a Time, would that be your seventh book? Uh, that was my sixth one, it, unless you count the, the Halloween story, then it would be seven, yeah. Okay. Well, um, you've but been it's prolific. Been, uh, since March 2020, so it's been a year and a half. <laughs> Goodness, um, does your, uh, the series that you wrote, does it have a particular arc in terms of the development of the characters or do you just sort of wing it? Uh, I just sort of wing it. I, I developed their characters in the first book and I just continued it in the next three. So you don't have I, a 
plan for them ultimately as far as where no, they end up? No, I, I, I figured I'd leave people wanting more for a while and then I'd write another one of those in that series. Wow. I mean, I, I just really admire people who just write by the seat of their pants. I don't, that, I'm just stunned by it. <laughs> it's a it's a good way. I mean, if you don't mind doing a lot of editing afterward, you know, because I'm sure you have to cut things out and so forth. But um, you know, I'd hate for somebody to uh, be watching my Google account for searches, my searches, because I've got some pretty wild out. <laughs> oh, I know how you All feel. Searches. <laughs> Believe me, yeah. I, mean, I think that's uh, one of those things about writing crime. You um, end up doing these weird searches that you can't explain to others, really. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like, how, how do you explain, you know, researching poisons, different ways to kill people? I don't know. Yeah. Um, different motivations for murder. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, well, we talked about the way you write on, on your phone, so I, I won't ask you about that again. But um, what writers do you most inspire? Or what, what writers do you most admire and inspire your writing? Well, I've always liked uh, John Sanford and John Saul and Dean Koontz, and I'm just about to start your nine book series. Um, I, I, got a couple of them and I'm going to start on that probably tomorrow. I read about three or four books a week and wow. uh, they just, it, it, it ranges from everything. I don't have any particular thing I like to read about and don't like to read about. <laughs> I know the feeling. I like to read different types of books. Yeah. Yeah. Nonfiction, fiction, yeah. all sorts. Whatever catches my interest, you know. I, I, even I, I even waited through one book called Quantum Entanglements, and I started off, I thought, ah, no way I can read this book. And it, <laughs> I mean, it was like really interesting once I got into it. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? You know, you just sort of get into the thing. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you something and it slipped out of my mind. Oops, oh well, <laughs> it'll come back. Um, but what advice... I, but I, you know, I, Yes. I've lived all over the place and uh, just met a lot of different characters in my life and, and you know, been able to tell the way, because people in different regions, they really do live differently. I know. And, yeah, and have different I've ways. lived all over the place, too. <laughs> and yeah, hey, you know what I mean? That it, it's kind of, it, it gives you ideas on different characters and stuff. There is definitely... Um there are regional differences between the way people act, customs, oh, speech Lord, yeah. patterns. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I even lived in Okinawa, Japan for six months in the 90s. <laughs> my goodness. Different. The uh, younger people love me, but the older people, they cross the street to keep from having to walk on the same side of the street. Wow. Why is that? Yeah. yeah. Ah, because of, you know, the bomb and everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They, they, they remembered it. <laughs> and we're, wow. we're pretty happy with Americans still. My goodness gracious. Um, what, what advice would you give to anyone who wants to write books? For someone who wants to start writing? 
Correct. Yeah. Oh, Lord, I would just say if you really want to do it, just sit down and start. You know, you never know what you can do until you actually start trying. And, yep. you know, you, you don't have to have the entire story in your head, how everything's going to happen and, and everything before you start. You, you can always develop it as it goes. And no matter what you write, you can always change it later if you don't like it. Yeah. Like I said, I, I after I finish writing mine, I go through one time and change things. And then after that, I'm like, no, I'm not going to go through it again. <laughs> but, but yeah, it just, you can always go back and, and add or try, you know, how it is. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But what if you're really you... interested in it, yeah, it's something that you want to do. You should pursue it. Absolutely. I agree with you completely. Um, what are you working on now? I am working on the sequel now to um, The Clock Struck Midnight, my Blackbeard's Ghost book. It's uh, going to be, it's 12 o'clock and all's well. And it's going to be the sequel to The Clock Struck Midnight because everybody keeps asking me for a sequel for it. This book sounds really intriguing, The Clock Struck Midnight. Um, yeah, you need to read it. A lot yeah, of people it, like it. Humorous mystery? Yeah. Is that the way you would categorize it? Uh-huh. What about yeah, the um, the first series? How would you categorize the first four books? Um, I would just say that they're a crime mystery series because like in one of the, I usually have two plots going on in, during the book, the you know, that happened. And like Fatal Prediction, I had a guy, he got released from jail early and went after his ex-wife and killed her and kidnapped his two young kids that was under four-year-old, both of them. And he took them up into New Hampshire and uh, took them to a cabin up, way up in the woods and left them alone with a blizzard going on so he could go collect the ransom money. And he ends up getting killed trying to collect the ransom money and no one knows where the kids are so uh, a psychic comes in and and helps them find where the kids are but in the meantime there's a doctor and a nurse that are delivering babies but but uh stealing the babies telling the mother the babies died and things and selling them for adoption that's the mm. second story in the book <laughs> so my goodness uh, let's see. Um, is there anything you'd like to add before we finish up? Um, not really. I really appreciate you having me on. Um, and I, I look forward to reading your books. Uh, um, just like I said, if you, if you want to start writing, just jump around with both feet. and However you, you know, do it, just, just do it. There's no set way to actually become a writer. Yeah, there's no um, real rules about this, about how, how to start. I mean, just start. <laughs> That's what it comes down Watch to. For publishers, pick your publishers carefully. <laughs> oh, yes. That is, that is definitely, if you're going to get a publisher, be very careful about who you pick. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is such wisdom right there. Thank you. <laughs> And where can we, where can someone buy your books? 
Uh, they can all be purchased on Amazon. Or if you Google books by Sandra Wells, you can see how to purchase them there. Um, also, my Clock Struck Midnight is uh, through Target and Books a Million. They have it for sale. Excellent. That's good to know that uh, some stores are carrying your books. That's great. Because we, we depend so much, you know, on algorithms these days. It's kind of nice having the physical product out there, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes. I've got two or three libraries that carry them and about four bookstores. Hmm. Well, good. I'm glad we added that part then. Um, oh, I was going to say my books, actually, you mentioned nine books. I have four in a series and I have one that's the start of a series that I'm going to be coming out with the sequel later on this year. And the others oh, are standalones. Okay. Yeah. So oh, just okay. so you know. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but they're all written by me. And then for what they're worth, and I hope you enjoy them. Yeah, and, I followed you on Goodreads. I followed you so I can uh, keep up with you. Oh, cool. Well, we'll try. Yeah, because I, you know, I, I put up a lot of reviews and things. I mean, actually, my reviews tend to be on YouTube these days, but um, whatever. <laughs> Wherever you can find me, there I am. <laughs> Something like that. That's great. Wherever you go, there you are. Well, I don't know if I'll ever become as well known as you are. That's that's probably doubtful, but, uh, you know, I, I'm trying. I'm keeping keeping trying that's funny because i don't i don't feel very well known <laughs> but you well, be congratulated on it thank you to anybody who knows me for for being out there and supporting me i guess <laughs> uh thank i just want to thank you for being here today sandra it was really nice talking to you and thank um you. Sure thing. Um, before we go, I just want to remind you that um, if you enjoyed the programming here, I'd greatly appreciate your support on Patreon. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening, and I encourage you to check out that Patreon page because I'm always tinkering with it. Um, our next guest will be Anne Laughlin. Till then, take care and happy reading.